That's all I'm putting out there. So let's move on, folks. What's up? Welcome to the live chat to my man, Low Cuts. Let me take a sip of my adult beverage, give it a little pause for the commercial break when I do the podcast, and let's get on to the next subject. Mm. Today, we had a trailer drop, folks. Today, today, the Wonder Woman 84 trailer dropped, and it was on fire. It was on fire. Whew. Now, I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Wonder Woman 84. WW84. That's how they do it. Hashtag WW84. I'm going to tell you why I'm excited. Because that mall scene inside the trailer. If you haven't peeped the trailer. If you have not seen the trailer for Wonder Woman 84. Please go on YouTube. Check it out. It is full of action. Gal Gadot is on point. My wife going to hate to hear me say this. Gal Gadot got it going on. Love my wife. But Gal Gadot in that Wonder Woman outfit got it going on. I'm just saying. Putting my two cents out there. I'll probably get a shoe thrown at me later on. But hey. That's my Wonder Woman at the house. But I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I ain't trying to get in trouble. But you got to acknowledge stuff. I mean, I be, I was in Aquaman and she was looking at Aquaman. I'm sitting in the, in the theater with Aquaman. She went, mm. I said, that's all right. Jason Momoa got a six-pack. I got a keg. Same difference. It, it works out. You know, and we do what we do. That's how it goes. But let's throw this out here, folks. The Wonder Woman 84 trailer is straight fire. I mean, I really want to understand how they brought Steve back. I really want to know how they brought Steve Trevor back. The trailer alludes to a couple of things like he's a man out of time, which is pretty awesome. But I really want to know how that happened. Explain that to me, folks. But, excuse me, hey, comic books. That's how it works. But what I also say is, is I'm kind of tied to this movie because the mall that they filmed in. Let me get back to it. The mall that they filmed in is Landmark Mall in Alexandria, Virginia. I used to work in that mall back in the 90s. I was, let me throw it out there, I was a person that worked in Spencer's before it became dark grungy before it was mandatory to have gauge earrings tattoos on your necks and black nail polish I used to work in the Spencer's part-time yes 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 and it used to be in that mall so I can't wait to see the movie and see how they rearranged and made the mall to suit their likings I can't wait so that's going to be pretty awesome. That's going to be pretty damn cool. I, I can't wait to see that. Plus, they're shooting in a, that's supposed to be 1984 Washington, D.C. I ain't know nothing about Washington, D.C. in 84, but I know about them filming it here in Washington, D.C. about a couple of years ago. So I can't wait to see what they did, how they did it, how they do it. But the thing that got me about the Wonder Woman trailer, I know comic book movies, but she had the lasso of truth in the in the trailer, and she was like Tarzan swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt. I'm not talking about oh, I'm swinging through lightning bolts. She was lassoing lightning bolts 
and swinging lightning bolt to lightning bolt. Now, if that didn't warrant a GTFO, <laughs> or what the heck you got going on, that right there got me all shook up. I'm like, you know what? Bravo, Warner Brothers. Golf clap all day. I'm going to go ahead. I'll ride out with you on this because I like the first Wonder Woman. I want you to succeed, but I might have to give you the side eye to say, come on now, the riding and lightning bolts. Now, it did happen in the comic books. Now, I, hey, the internet is a wonderful place. I looked at the internet. They had a couple of references. When the tra teaser hit last night, people were like, oh, no. Oh, no. Let's go ahead. And she's riding lightning bolts. What the heck going on? But there were instances in the comic books where she rode lightning bolts. <laughs> in a miniskirt. <laughs> Yo, I can't make this up, man. It's comic books. I can't make it up. Somebody else can make it up, but I can't make it up. I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. And she has some of the great slow-mo Matrix-style fighting scenes that you could ever peep. I can't wait to see that. That's going to be cool. That's going to be awesome. Just got to put that out there. Got to put that out there. The action in that joint. It is what it is. Another trailer that dropped online that you may want to check out. They have Disney doing it again with these live action movies. Now, some live action movies were good. Some were bad. I'm going to tell you. You can check out the review for live action Aladdin and live action Lion King on my YouTube channel or on my podcast. And you'll see how I felt about those. Now, they got a live action Mulan. I don't know how I feel about this. The action looks fire, though. The arrows, the fighting, the sword play, you know, that looks good. That looks smooth. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. But let's put this out here. Let me take my two cents and throw this at you. You don't have one character from the animated feature that I really enjoy. Where's Mushu? Where's Eddie Murphy's Mushu? I'm sorry. That I mean, I understand the story. I understand how tight that is. You know, she go on, fight for a family. We all know the story of Mulan. We know the cartoon. But Mushu getting his place back. Come on. Where's my wise cracking Mushu? I, I swear, the, co the, co the comedic elements inside of Disney's Mulan, I hope it's there. Because then this won't be a live action take for kids. This will be for adults. And I really like the fact that some of this stuff, like Aladdin was really for kids. Aladdin was for kids. Lion King, not so much. Okay. Malficent, the live action take on Sleeping Beauty. Maybe not. It, it, it had its moments. Okay. And we ain't going to talk about the Malficent 2 because that didn't even, that's that's tanking in the box office as far as Disney concerned, the way they're paying for it, you know. But that's, a, but that's my point, folks. Do we need to be making all these live-action remakes? I mean, Disney's making money off of it, don't, and some are good, some are bad. So, 
I don't know where I'm standing on Mulan, but the trailer looks fire. The trailer is hot. Hopefully the music and the action can make everything work. I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, they'd have did, did me one solid if they had got Eddie Murphy back and kept the dragon. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, you know, it is what it is. All right, folks. I think we're going to get down to the last movie I want to talk about. The last thing I want to say. And that is, we got a new 007 trailer that dropped. Okay? Basically, James Bond is back in the flick. No time to die. Oh, oh, oh. No time to die. James Bond looks broken, battered, and shook. I can't wait to see this movie. Is this the end of Bond? No, it will be the end of Daniel Craig playing Bond. But this trailer, I looked at it, it got me excited. Can't wait to see the movie. Hot fire, son. Ooh, we. Dude, there's one scene in the trailer. I mean, other than the other double O agent, sister girl, I, I didn't look up her name, so uh, uh, I apologize right now for not knowing who that was. But when she said, I will shoot you in your good knee, <laughs> that let me know that it is time for something new. I mean, we got like, what, 25, 26 James Bond movies? I mean, I'm never going to get old. I got the old school James Bond set. I got Roger Moore. I got Sean Connery. I got, you know, I got the Daniel Craig joints, you know. What was my man, Remington Steele? I got him. <laughs> Don't even ask me what his real name is right now after I've been sipping my adult beverage. Mm. But let's throw it down. Let's throw it down. 007 is an icon. Those movies we will always have. But this one looks good. And to have the classic iconic car with the guns coming out the headlights. And my man doing a 360, taking everybody out, shooting people with the bulletproof car. Come on now. That's James Bond. That's the type of stuff we look for. We want the over-the-top. We want Q to make all sorts of stuff. And that's what we want to do. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. I'm going to preach. Just like my man Ron said. I'm going I'm to preach. Hey, say it. Amen. To the church of nerd. Talk nerdy with your boy. But that's pretty much all I wanted to bring up this week, fellas. Ladies, gentlemen. All that good stuff. But what do you think? Do you think we're getting ready to get hot on some serious movie and television action? I mean, let's keep it real. Jumanji is dropping. You know what? I'm going to go out here. I'm going to go out on a limb. Let me say this before I start talking about Jumanji. Ron, I don't know if we're going to get a black 007. I know it's been on the internet. Everybody's been talking about Idris Elba should be 007. Everybody wants Idris Elba to be 007. Idris Elba is a great actor. He got the voice. He's the Brit, you know, the British accent. You know, you know, you remember from Hobbs and Shaw, I'm the black Superman. You know, that's how he talked. I can I can imagine him going. I'm Bond, James Bond. He's smooth, but it is what it is. I don't think we'll ever have a a, a woman Jane Jane Bond, but we'll have women 
double O agents. And I think that what they should do is actually kind of focus a little bit on the rest of the agents inside of MI6. I mean, that would be kind of awesome. That would be cool. But, you know, now I'm going to throw out there. Yeah, Low Cuts made a comment inside the live chat on the YouTube channel is, you know, Black Lightning is underrated. Yes, that show is actually underrated between the music soundtrack, the 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 topics that it kind of takes, you know, through a comic book thing. I mean, I follow the creator of Black Lightning, uh, Tony Isabella on Twitter. And the creator of Black Lightning, he pretty much, he's pretty pleased with the show itself in a lot of aspects. And, you know, the thing about it is, is you could tell when characters were created back in the day, I mean, you could see how times change. But this, this actually updated the character and brought him into today's world. And the things that they're doing on that show are pretty much pretty good. I mean, it keeps me on my seat every week. Every week. I'm loving it. I am loving it and it's very hard to get a show like that and it's very hard that a show like that stays on the air for a significant amount of time well i mean we've been lucky we're on our second season of black lightning hopefully we get a third and a fourth but there's only so far you could take it because people have a have a way of you know kind of you know killing shows by trying to please the masses and instead of trying to but right now the black lightning show itself is basically it's telling the story it's not trying to please everybody and that's why it's a good show boondocks the cartoon was a great cartoon you had season one season two once it got down to season three it was like mm -hmm, because it was trying it got taken over by new production and they tried to please a wider audience. Once you start trying to please everybody, then that's when stuff starts getting reined back in. I mean, I do my best with this to try to stay not controversial, not try to choose sides in a lot of things. Even though I have a large affinity for Disney and Marvel movies, I still love my Warner Brothers. I still love my Batmans. I still love my independent comics and things like that. But it's all about good storytelling. It's all about good shows and putting together good movies and things like that for us to do. I mean, we got a lot of stuff coming out. Star Wars getting ready to drop on the 20th. That's got mixed feelings about it. You got Jumanji dropping next week. That that's got mixed feelings about it. It is what it is. You know. And that's true. If you don't have Black Lightning in this Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, then you're really going to have a problem. I mean, he's part of the CW superhero universe, and I'm cool with it with him not being part of the normal dialogue between Flash, Arrow, the, the Legends, and Supergirl. I'm cool with that. That's all right. And, you know, keeping that story for Freeland. They got a lot of stuff from the comic books. You know, Makovia. They got all that stuff. It would be cool to have a Batman show up in Black Lightning Universe, which is cool by me. Because those characters are intertwined. It's also kind of cool by me if you end up having a Geoforce or a Halo or the Outsiders showing up in the Black Lightning cartoon. That would be cool. Alright folks, I got to go ahead and kind of tune this down because we ain't actually passed the 30, 
30 minute mark of me flapping my gums but hey guys i appreciate you popping in please if you're watching this video i see there's five you know five or more people watching this right now i like this more people are looking and looking and looking we already up to 15 viewers that's that's what i'm talking about as we go it's small we're a small tight-knit group not everybody wants to chat but if everybody can hit this video with a thumbs up we will be in good shape if you haven't already done so hit the thumbs up on the video and anyway let me go ahead and end this with the normal say before I drop into the, uh, you know, funky outro music, I'd like to thank everybody that popped in. I'd just like to let everybody know I'm still collecting for After Extra Life. I was going to say After Life. I'm killing it right now. ExtraLife.org. I'm still collecting. We raised about 1350 for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, specifically the Washington, D.C. Children's National Medical Center. You got until December 31st to go ahead and drop. Go ahead. Look up Going Full Nerd on ExtraDive.org and we could get this popping and, you know, go into the new year and start all over again to help other, help little kids. In addition, remember, if you can't say something nice to anybody, don't say nothing at all. Send it to me. I'll say it for you. Let me drop that funky outro music and everybody, peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Boom. It's kind of crazy because I really like this smooth jamming. 
and, and I know I need to stop the music. I gotta stop the music. Eventually, I gotta go ahead and talk to everybody. What's happening? It's Sunday. This is close enough to 6 p.m. for me to say what's good, what's going on. Is this a little dark? Do I need to turn a little light on? Do I need to turn a little light on? I, I think I might need to. Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's once again, it's your boy Onyx. Let me turn a little light on. Bam! Oh, you can see me nice and bright now. Whoo! Once again, it's your boy Onyx here, going full nerd. And you know, what, thank you because you could be any place. But here, Sunday 6 p.m., and you are here with me as I record the Going Full Nerd podcast live. Yes, yes. This week's subject, let's talk nerdy. Talk nerdy with me. Talk nerdy with me, baby. That's how this works out. And I'm just going to talk about a lot of the stuff that's been dropping this week. But first, as always, we have to, we must, we are going to get the administrative stuff out the way if you haven't already done so and you're watching this video please click the thumbs up and the like so that i know you are here and taking care of me so we can get this out to the masses also if you are watching on youtube please and you are not subscribed to going full nerd go ahead and click the subscribe button along with the bell ding 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 and you can get all of yes all of the notifications when I drop videos and the main attraction which is the podcast you can find on anchor.fm slash going full nerd Spotify Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio and wherever else you consume your podcast information lastly but not least please check out the URL that is on my hat, goingfullnerd.com for comic book and related news. And lastly, oh man, I'm, I'm like, there's a lot of laughs, ain't it? That's a lot of laughs. But anyway, and also if you want a little more uncensored, unfiltered me in action, follow me on Twitter. That's Onyx1969 as scrolling across the screen right now. Okay, let's get to it, folks. If you've been watching this and listening to this for a long time, I always talk about the top five box office before we get into the main nitty gritty. Please say something in the chat window to let me know you are here. And also, let's talk about the top five domestic U.S. box office. Coming in at number one for a second week in a row. I guess we haven't let it go. It's Frozen 2 pulling in $34.6 million. Yo, that Frozen train is going. It's going. It Maybe it's cold outside. The winner is here. Altogether, it has pulled domestically 337594901 dollars. Eventually, I'm gonna have to go see that movie. But you know, hey, let it go, let it go. Disney making all the money. And coming in at number two from Lionsgate Picture is Knives Out. Knives Out. This is a movie that has the distinction of not being a sequel, not being a remake. It had pulled $14.1 million. You can see your favorite Captain America in this movie. Chris Evans. Yes. Yes. Mystery type deal. I don't know. Everybody, the, the things that I've read about it says pretty good. 
might have to check that out. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I might feel like that, you know, murder mystery. Yeah, not usually my genre, but you know, hey, I've been known to dabble in other movie genres to peep it out. That's how, that's how that works out. Coming in at number three is the Ford versus Ferrari by 20th Century Fox that pulled in 6.5 million. Coming in at number four, holding at number four is Queen and Slim pulling in 6.5 million. That's 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 respectable. That's respectable. I mean, I see I watched a meme online that said my man escaped from Get Out. Went to Wakanda and now he's wilding out. <laughs> Queen is slim. Yo, it is all good. And coming in at number five is the Mr. Rogers biopic. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Yeah, that's right. That came in at number five, pulling in $5.2 million. Tom Hanks in that joint. Yo, it is. But anyway, folks, let's get to the main nitty-gritty. We're going to talk nerdy with your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. Yo, check this out. So, a lot of stuff this week we really had. I'm, I'm going to throw it out here. We really had some comic book-related bangers hit movie and television today. It is something else. It, I mean, it hit today, it hit all this past week, and I'm going to talk about a little bit of it right now. I'm going to get into some of it right now. I mean, this is the thing. A lot of people get on YouTube, a lot of people get on their podcasts, and they talk about all this stuff individually, because they make it like eight, nine, ten videos. I'm going to give it to you all in one. What's happening to my boy Ron? Yo, good looking out for popping in. What's up, Ron? So check this out. So we had a couple of things drop this week. We saw the character posters for Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. What is it? The Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn or something like that. Whatever. They talk, you know, batting around. I think this is an R-rated movie. You know, they're going in line with Suicide Squad. They're going in line with Deadpool. You know, Warner Brothers is thinking that an R-rated superhero flick is going to do it for them. I'm going to be honest. Just make a good flick. Hopefully it's good. I mean, I, I, there was a little controversy with this one. Uh, just a little bit. You know, they, they had an issue with Black Canary being changed to an African-American young lady. But that's it is what it is. A character is a character is a character. These are comic book characters. People don't get too wrapped up. I mean, I like seeing traditional. I would like to see traditionally characters portrayed as they are in the comic books. But when you got... You know, what ifs, else worlds, multiple planets, and we'll get into that and different takes. Hey, sometimes you just got to give up and just look for the entertainment value. You know, the entertainment value. That's what you do. So those character posters dropped. I mean, they're very eclectic. They're very, like, artsy. You know, bright colors. Stuff randomly around typical Harley Quinn type stuff. I mean, the fact that they were able to put a focus on Black Canary, the Huntress, you know, Cassandra Kane, and things like that. I'm not really feeling the Cassandra Kane. I'm not really feeling her. But you know, but that it is what it is because I'm I'm gonna slide back to you know comic book purity when I look at that. I'm like, uh, she's not in a bat suit. 
<laughs> you know, and I, I kind of dig that from the old school introduction of the character. But it is what it is. It is what it is. But now, let's talk about the hot stuff, folks. Let's talk about the hot stuff. We had Black Widow drop a trailer teaser trailer, whatever you want to call it. Black Widow dropped the trailer. That was a very interesting trailer. I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, Black Widow met her untimely demise in Avengers Endgame, this movie goes back in time to a period right after Captain America the Winter Soldier. And I think before Civil War or right after, I, who knows? But it introduced a lot of characters. And one of the things, I've been kind of surfing the internet, rolling around the internet, peeping, and from the trailer, I got these reactions. People were complaining about the Taskmaster. I mean, when are we going to get over? I mean, I understand, I, even I like seeing semi-comic book accurate costumes. I really do. But when are, when are we going to just pretty much stop complaining when we don't have a guy in a skin-tight suit with a cape and a skull mask? I mean, what were we looking for? Skeletor? If they did a CGI skull on this dude, then people would find a way to complain. It is what it is. So, you know, it, it's the thing. But the Black Widow movie so far looks good. All Scarlett Johansson, Johansson, whatever you want to call her, jokes aside. Mm. Reason being, we get introduced to Yelena Belanova, the other Black Widow, the blonde one from the comic books. <laughs> we get David Harbour straight out of Stranger Things as Red Guardian. I am digging that. And the fact that I am digging the fat Red Guardian is really slamming. I am applauding for that. You know, just to show... The chubby Red Guardian, like, you know, yo, dude, you was Red Guardian, you know, you let yourself go. But knowing and seeing that he has a fight scene with Taskmaster, and that fight scene looks pretty hot. You know, just because a dude's got a little size to him, a little bigness to him, don't mean he can't throw down. You know what I'm saying? Don't mean, just because we got a little age, a little platinum in our system, don't mean we can't throw down. But this movie looks pretty good coming out this year, or shall I say next year, 2020, because this year's almost over. It's looking, it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good, and I'm digging Black Widow. Now, you know, during the trailer, you got uh, Thunderbolt Ross um, doing some of the voiceover, and you know, some of the voiceover being from, you know, the Black Widow Natasha character herself. This is the thing that I also want to look at I mean are they trying to introduce the successor to Black Widow having her play having um, I forgot the actress name but the girl that's playing Yelena um, play is are they going to have her in the next phase as the new Black Widow since we've gotten rid of Natasha maybe maybe not you never know or are they going to introduce other stuff to get the view of the red room and then if you take a look at the trailer real close they are shoot their scenes the opening scene is from budapest and as mentioned in previous marvel films like avengers and anytime black widow and hawkeye you know interacted you know budapest has significance to the Black Widow character. So I can't wait to see if they give us a little bit more about the Black Widow and Budapest and how different it was for Hawkeye as it was for Natasha. You know, we see how that works. But that was pretty hot. 
Next up on the list is Crisis on Infinite Earths. The crossover, five-part crossover going on the CW television network for all those different television shows. That's pretty cool. You know, I think this is the final season for Arrow. You know, we've got, we're going strong with The Flash. We're, we're coming to the culmination of the... Uh, we're going to the culmination of the Flash, you know, his disappearance and things like that. So we'll see how that story goes. Also, you know, we see the integration of Black Lightning into the Arrowverse, even though they've said for a long time that Black that Black Lightning is not part of the Arrowverse. And they can still hold true to that the way that I see it going. I mean, I watched the trailer on YouTube. The trailer for the series, the miniseries as it is on television, is pretty darn hot. It's pretty cool. I'm digging it. It's fly. They got a lot of elements from the old school 1985, 1986 comic book that I grew up with. That big miniseries that I was scrounging nickels and dimes for back in the day. And this is the cool part. In the trailer that you can watch, when you they fighting the shadow creatures. And the shadow creatures, those were those they were badass. They, those shadow creatures was badass in the comic book. And in the comic books they took out a lot of superheroes that you didn't think were gonna get taken out back in the day. In addition, they also had a nice scene like the Death of Superman as portrayed in the Death of Superman comic books. But where it was pretty cool, and what I really digged about the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover that they're doing on television, is the fact that they showed a picture of Superman choking out Superman. They had Brandon Ruth playing the Kingdom Come version of Superman, or what I think to be the Kingdom Come version of Superman, choking out Tyler, I can't pronounce his name, Hochin, Hochin. <laughs> you know, from the current Supergirl series who plays Superman, they had him choking him out. He had, he was like getting ready to do a rock bottom on him. He's like, I got you, son, by the neck. I was like, wow, that is pretty dang awesome. It starts tonight, Sunday, 8 p.m. I don't know if I'm going to watch it episode by episode, or should I just wait until it's all on the CW's website and then watch them all in order? Because, truthfully, I, do, I stopped watching Flash. I really have stopped watching Flash. It started dragging to me, even though I felt that was one of the better CW shows. I don't watch Legends. I don't watch Arrow. But I watch Black Lightning religiously. Don't get it crazy. Black Lightning is one of the best superhero shows on television. I mean, I, that's... Let's drop that there. Warner Brothers DC Comics got a winner right there. Black Lightning is hot fire. It's hot fire. But let's continue on, folks. Let's move along. And before I do, this is the thing. I'm going to throw this at Warner Brothers movie, di movie uh, division. And I hope Warner Brothers movie division take this. I know y'all do it. Y'all got success with Wonder Woman, which we'll talk about in a moment. You got success with Suicide Some success with Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn has become a iconic. They like that. You know, you did good with Aquaman. You did okay. You made money with Joker. But... Crisis on Infinite Earths. What's happening with the television show is what should have happened in the movies. Bottom line. I don't know what y'all were doing. Y'all could talk release the Snyder Cut. Henry Cavill said he don't know nothing about no jot 
your damn Snyder Cut. Y'all can hold on to that. Keep begging for that all you want, I'm sure. You know, so rumor here, rumor there. Zack Snyder all over the place. I don't care no more. Crisis on Infinite Earths should have been the first arc for Warner Brothers superhero films. They should have just introduced a ton of solo movies, make all these crazy movies unrelated, and then started putting stuff to tie it together. Maybe hindsight is 2020, but I think that would have been on fire. If you think that would have been on fire, hit like on the video, leave me a comment, do all that. That's all I'm saying.